Hello, and welcome to the Relatable Homeschoolers Podcast, where four homeschooling mamas with a combined 32 years of experience homeschooling our 12 kids, and our homeschools are anything but Pinterest perfect. Whether you are a veteran homeschooler, a new homeschooler, or just homeschool curious, we want to encourage you in your homeschooling journey and offer you practical tips and tools to make your homeschooling life easier. We're so glad you're here. I'm Harmony Harkema. My co-hosts are Annie Carlson, Heather Gerwing, and Lindsay Hufford. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relatable Homeschoolers. Tonight, I'm with Heather Gerwing, one of my co-hosts, and we are going to do a little bit of a deep dive into her homeschool. Heather is the mom of four children, two girls and two boys, and she lives in southeastern Michigan. Heather, do you want to give us a little bit of a picture of your family? Sure. Like you said, I have four kids. My two oldest are girls, and they are going into ninth and eighth grade, and then my two youngers are boys, and they will be starting fifth grade and third grade this year. And you've been homeschooling since your oldest was a kindergartner. Is that right? Correct. Yes. I've homeschooled from the beginning. All of my kids have been homeschooled. None of them have been in a traditional school setting. So what do you see as how that has sculpted your family culture? What kind of benefits have you gotten out of homeschooling? I know you've talked before about your children since spending time together as siblings and being able to develop a close family bond. What other benefits have you seen? Definitely the togetherness has been a benefit fit to our homeschooling. I would say additionally, I work in youth ministries. You know, I see a lot of kids and I see how they interact with their peers and how they even interact with other adults. And I can see that my kids look to me and my husband as their first source of information. When they want to know something, they're not going to Google or to YouTube or to whatever. Right. My kids are coming to us first when they don't understand something or if they see something or hear something that they're not sure what it means. We just have a comfortability level with our children that they know that they can come to us and we have open communication. I contribute that to homeschooling because we are together, you know, day in and day out. It has just increased the depth of the relationships that we have with each other. Yeah, I remember reading something and I, for the life of me, I couldn't tell you where it was, but it was a a comment in an article or a book about why would you want your children to spend the majority of their waking hours with a pack of other people their own age influencing them and being their main influence when as their parents you can be their main influence and you have all that time during the day to shape who they are becoming and to be their first go-to for the things that you're talking about and I think that's exactly speaks to what you're saying yes for sure So you've been homeschooling for a decade and that's kind of like a whole, a whole, it's a crazy mini, thought, a mini lifetime has homeschooling changed you as a person. And obviously when we become moms, that changes us in big ways, but has choosing homeschooling changed you in other ways? It has. I would say right now at this stage of my life, I love reading and I love learning new things and growing. Before homeschool, I would say I was probably more complacent in that area of my life, teaching my kids and challenging them to learn and grow and do new things. It has instilled that mindset in myself as well. I am 
constantly trying to learn more things and do more things. For instance, my girls are in French and I was like, you know what? I want to learn French. And I took the class with them. It was fun and I enjoyed it. So I would definitely say homeschooling has changed me in that way. I'm not just complacent. And now it's one of our family goals, constant learning and growth. There should never be a point in our life when we're not learning and we're not growing. Yeah, I think I remember you telling me you were not a big reader when you were a kid and that you're a much bigger reader now. I wasn't, not even until adulthood. I remember, I think it was my first child. I was nursing her. My husband had read a book and he wanted me to read it because it was really good. And I was like, okay. And so I would read it while I was nursing. And then I was like, okay, that was pretty good. At that point, 14 years ago, my goal was to read one book a quarter, four books a year. So four books a year. Yeah. And now my goal this year is 50. You're basically at a book a week. Trying to be between, you know, actual reading and audio. Yeah, I'm a little a, bit behind schedule, but I'm hoping I'll get there. That's it. That is a big change. What is your favorite book? Do you have a favorite book? Oh, you know, it's funny. I was just asked this question the other day. So I'll give you two, like a fiction and a nonfiction. One of the first fiction books that I read that really just inspired me was Redeeming Love. by Oh, Francine, Francine Rivers. Rivers. Yeah. Yes. I was captivated. I stayed up to like 3 a.m. finishing it. And then another one is Crazy Love by... Francis Chan. Early on in my reading, that really just convicted me. In a uh, spiritual sense. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. Let's take a little tour with you through a day in your homeschool. What does a typical day in the growing household look like when you're homeschooling? A typical day is mom getting up early. I generally get up around 5.30 and I don't set an alarm, but I am woken up by my husband coming in and telling me my coffee is ready. So that usually is enough. (laughs) He doesn't even drink it and he gets up and makes it for me. Oh, I'm going to tell my husband the story when I'm done (laughs) recording this. So he comes in and says, your coffee's ready. If he hits this news button, it kind of, you know, throws me off, but I'm not complaining, right? I know I'm waking up to a warm cup of coffee and I take usually from 5.30 to 6.30, drinking my coffee, having my quiet time with God, reading, journaling. Then I will try and work out usually, not every day, but most days of the week and then shower and be ready by eight. And that's when my kids generally get up when we are in, you know, full school routine. They get up around eight, have breakfast. And then by nine o'clock, we're starting what we call our morning time together. And it's where all of us are out in the living room all together. And different years, it's been different things. Right now, we are going through the Bible Project videos together. So we will watch one of those together. We usually do some type of memorization. We just finished memorizing Psalm 100 together, and we've memorized other things together in the past. We've done, you know, when they were younger, the Ten Commandments and the Lord's Prayer. We did the Nicene Creed. And so we just usually spend a little time on memorization. We usually sing a hymn. I'm teaching my kids some hymns because it's funny, even though... I was raised in the church, raised on hymns. When I was in my 20s and I left the church, I loved the worship music and I thought it was so wonderful and I was so ready to be done with hymns. And now here I am 20 some years later and I'm going back to those hymns and they're just speaking to me in new and real ways that I want my kids to know them. So we're learning hymns. Usually that's our morning time and that's something that we all do together. Sometimes we've done BSF work when we're in Bible study fellowship and go through those questions. 
questions. After our morning time, we kind of disperse. My girls go and do the subjects that they can do on their own. And I start working with the boys. And usually for the boys that I'm doing with them, it's their spelling, it's their language arts. This year, since we won't be at co-op, that will be adding in our history and our science as well. In the past, they've done those at co-op and they've kind of been doing those on their own. Like they would listen to the audios of their story of the world on their own, but we will be doing history all together now. So this year is going to look a lot different than the past few years, but I'm really looking forward to it. And then after I finish up with the boys, that's when I will go to the girls. And usually, you know, I have to help them with something in math or they want me to quiz them on science terms or something like that. And I'm just really helping them at that point. I'm not teaching them. They're doing their work on their own. And then I'm just coming and helping them and seeing where they're at. I am usually done homeschooling mom stuff by one o'clock. So do you take a break for lunch in there or do you wait until you guys are all done and then you have lunch? You know, it usually depends on what our afternoon schedule is like. Some days my girls have dance. So we're leaving our house like by 1230. So we'll eat an earlier lunch. It really depends on the day of the week because some days we are crunched because of dance. And so it's a shorter day. And then other days when we don't have anything, you know, we will have lunch and then there will be more homeschool stuff in the afternoon to finish up. We attended a co-op one day a week and this year we've canceled because the church that hosts our co-op is a mega church and it's still not open. That's the situation with the church that my co-op usually goes to too and we're canceled. Your co-op sometimes has provided some of your core homeschool. Oh, absolutely. Like for my boys, the last couple of years, they've taken their history and their science classes through our co-op. So at home, all they're doing is I usually get the audio CD that they can listen to, you know, while they're going through the books. And then they'll have like workbook pages that they need to complete for that stuff. So again, I'm not teaching that. I'm overseeing it and making sure it gets done. I'll be taking that all back on this year. How do you feel about that? I'm actually really excited. I feel like my boys have kind of got slated a little bit, you know, because you always gear to the oldest, right? I remember when my girls were younger, before we were a part of a co-op, just the fun things that we would do, like history related and things like that, food that I would tie into it and fun crafts. I feel like the boys haven't had that experience with. So I'm looking forward to doing that with them and getting that back. Yeah. And that's why we homeschool, right? More for the extras and the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's easy sometimes to get into a rhythm where we're scheduling ourselves and structuring ourselves almost as much as a public school family. And we have to remember to that we can let go a little bit and dial back and yes. make room for the really fun things as well. Let me ask you this. You're not any one philosophy. So you kind of pull from a variety. So when you're making those decisions, like you just mentioned having a morning time, and that is kind of a Charlotte Mason-y sort of approach that was developed by Cindy Rollins as a way of having all these truth, goodness, and beauty, making sure you don't miss those things each day. And also a space to do the things as a family that don't need to be separated by age level or Mm -hmm. so to speak, grade level or developmental level. And so how do you go about choosing what to include in your homeschool and picking curriculum? I would say it's really trial and error. When I first started doing the morning time, 
I was like, mornings aren't going to work for us. And, you know, so I would try doing morning time in the afternoon. And then I was feeling like with the afternoon activities, that didn't pan out. And it was really after I read Pam Barnhill's Better Together book that I was like, okay, that's it. We are doing it in the morning. I don't care what we have to sacrifice to do it. We're going to do it. And that was probably two years ago. Once we got into the routine of it and doing it, it's old hat now, right? It's like, I can't imagine not doing it. I think the same goes with curriculum. I think a lot of times we get referrals from friends. Oh, do you like this? How do you like it? What don't you like about it? Right? So it's a lot of talking to other homeschooling moms, seeing what they like about things and what they don't like, and then giving it a try yourself. I feel that's where we're at right now. Once we realized co-op was going to be canceled, my oldest son came to me. He's like, I really want to learn about geology. And I was like, okay, we'll learn about geology this year. That's perfect because I didn't know what we were going to do, do for science. So geology sounds great. I ordered a few things. And I don't know if they're going to be great resources or not, but we're going to work with what we have and give it a go, you know? So trial and error, really. Yeah. And I think a lot of us are probably in that same boat or we read an article, follow a podcast, hear about Mm -hmm. something somewhere and you just glean ideas and pick them up and like, Ooh, would that fit for me? And yeah, exactly. Yes. I think I'm very easily convinced buyer. You post a picture (laughs) on Instagram and write a good description. I'm probably buying it. (laughs) Is there anything, any curriculum or besides morning time, anything else that you feel like you've kind of found along the way or that you've hung with that you're just like, this has really just served us well. It's one of my favorites. I can't imagine having our homeschool without it or even a book or that you return to regularly. I would say not recently. I haven't used this recently, but there was one book that I used a lot with my kids. We went through it a couple different times. I guess this is kind of like a morning time, but I didn't think it was when we were doing breakfast and I would do devotions with my kids. And it was, I'm going to have to look at the title. Is Leading it Little, little Vis- Ones to God? Yes. Yeah. That book. Oh, I love that book. I read through that a couple different times with my kids. And that was just one thing that I felt was so rich that I was like, oh, we're doing it again. I'm so glad you said that because that's our devotional for this year. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So this will be our first time through it. And I would say in, in that aspect, another thing that I've used with all my kids is We Choose Virtues, and that's a character curriculum, I guess that you would call it. And I've even teached it at our co-op. So I feel it's a really it's simple and really easy for the kids to memorize what the character traits are and what they mean. And it has flashcards that they've created characters like Obo Joe is I am obedient. And then his tagline is I obey right away. So kind of catchy. Yes, they're very catchy. And we would go through that. Who's this and who's this and what do they mean? And so that's just something because character is important to us and we want them to know those virtues. That's something that I definitely go back to. Let's talk a little bit about uniqueness. What is something that you feel has made your homeschool unique or is kind of a key facet of it aside from academics or sort of a passion piece for you as a homeschooling mom? Yeah, I would say... Looking at our homeschool and probably compared to some, it's not a lot, but others it probably is, is we tend to travel a lot as a family and homeschooling affords us that flexibility. And so we're here in Southeast Michigan. We don't have any family here. Whenever we go to visit family, it's travel. And with four kids, it's always by car. (laughs) 
<laughs> we're not flying anywhere. So we always just try to incorporate educational factors into our travel. I look at my kids and I think about the places that they've been to at their ages. I know I definitely didn't have that kind of variety and, you know, places I've been and things I've seen and experienced when I was their age. So I think that's kind of unique to us. Okay, so if you had to pick a favorite homeschool memory, what would it be? Is it one of those trips? It's not one of those trips, actually. Yeah. So now I'm going back to when my girls were little and I talked about how I did things with them. There was one year we did, it was my father's world and we were doing exploring countries and cultures curriculum. And another good friend of mine was doing the same curriculum with her kids. And so for that whole year, we would get together regularly with our friends and we would just do fun things that tied in to the countries and cultures we were doing. We made homemade pasta, you know, when we were studying Italy. We had the kids tape paper to the bottom of the chairs and paint like they were Michelangelo. We just did so many different things, just fun things that year that I always look back and I always think that was my favorite year of homeschooling, not just because of the fun activities, but even just the shared community community because we did it with another family. And it was just my favorite year ever of homeschooling. Yeah, that does sound fun. Now you've got my brain churning. Who can do that with? One last question. How has your homeschool evolved over the years? I remember in an early episode, we talked about saying the Pledge of Allegiance and having Mm -hmm. desks and (laughs) things like that. But what are some other ways? Do you feel like your homeschool has evolved? And if so, how has it evolved? Yeah, it's always going to evolve because our kids are always growing, right? The homeschool that we have when we have a bunch of littles is not the homeschool you're going to have when you have middle school and high schoolers. That's just a given. I would say the basic change in our homeschool has been the me having the hands off approach with my older kids. And, you know, ultimately that's what we want for them, right? We want them to lead themselves and we want them to take ownership of their education and us to take a step back. You know, once they get to that late middle school and high school, that change is taking place. And it's exciting, but it's also sad. You know, when I think about my oldest only having four more years, it's crazy. I don't know where the time's gone. Yeah. Is there anything else that you would like to share with listeners today. You can do it. You are always going to doubt yourself. You are always going to question whether what you are doing is good enough. I think it's just natural. I mean, I think just even as a mom, we do that, let alone as a homeschooling mom who is taking ownership of our children's education. I would just say that if you feel you have been called to homeschooling, or even if you feel it's your last resort, but you're doing it because of the pandemic or whatever, you can do it. It takes some grit. It takes some hard work. It takes a lot of patience. It takes grace and forgiveness on everyone's parts, but it's worth it. You have to overcome that self-doubt because it's strong some days. You just got to push through it. I'm so glad we were able to spend a little time deep diving into your homeschool tonight, Heather. And thanks for spending the time with me. For everyone who's listening, and we're just so glad that you were able to join us. And we'll have some more of these snapshots coming up. Thanks for being with us at The Relatable Homeschoolers. 
You've been listening to the Relatable Homeschoolers podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. You can find links to all the books and resources we mention on the show at our website, therelatablehomeschoolers.com. We would love to hear your homeschooling questions. You can email us at therelatablehomeschoolers at gmail.com. You can also connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at The Relatable Homeschoolers. We'd love it if you leave a rating and review for us on iTunes. It only takes a minute and we'll ensure more homeschooling mamas get to hear our show. We'll be back with another episode soon. Until then, happy homeschooling schooling.